Hello and welcome to the Hype Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Safa Alchami, and stick around while I discuss mindset hacks and self-development advice that will assist you in unlocking your true potential. Welcome to the first episode of the Hype Coach Podcast in 2024. Oh my goodness, it has been so long since I've actually sat down and recorded the podcast my kids were home for like eight weeks and what seemed like forever and there is no way I would have recorded a podcast during that time because all you guys would have heard in the background no matter how much they're editing is screaming yelling Fortnite, raging and as my kids are gamers you guys understand the chaotic nature of being a mum in the six weeks or I would say eight weeks holidays why was it eight weeks well, I took my kids out one week before the holidays to go on a, a trip before it gets too busy because I work throughout the six weeks holidays. I still see, you know, clients in between. I work with clients worldwide, so not everyone gets the six weeks or eight weeks holidays over the Christmas period. But let me tell you, it felt like it was forever, forever. <laughs> it's been too long. So welcome back to another episode of the Hype Coach Podcast. I'm your host, of course. Um, I know you guys missed me. I know you guys heard all the bits and bobs and the value from last year, but this year we're doing it a bit more differently. What do I mean? We're going to talk about the controversial topics that nobody actually listens or talks about. Yes, I know it's a big shocker to me too. And I'm going to kick the year off very strong with this really, really, really epic topic about why people cheats you get it look i'm a part of a lot of facebook mum groups every other post is either my husband did this my wife did this and they did this and they seen me do this and they caught me cheating on this and then it's just epic but in order for us to understand why people truly cheat we're gonna have to go and delve down into the intricacies of a relationship and human behavior as you all know, I spoke about this before, how you were treated in your childhood definitely 100%, a billion percent, then reflects onto your livelihood and how your relationships are expected to go in the future. I was speaking to a client the other day where she has a habit of, she says, attracting the wrong kind of male. And I explained to her, what do you mean by that? And she said to me, in the last 10 years, she's had three or four long-term relationships where she attracted, in her words, attracted these, the same type of men. They were really controlling, really abusive. They were mentally, physically, emotionally abusive. They belittled her. They showered her with gifts and everything to get her forgiveness, but she was taken on a joyride and she notice the pattern and here's the thing if it's happened once okay if it's happened twice i'm gonna go 50 50 but if it keeps on happening then we have to figure out okay why are you attracted to this kind of male why are you attracting the same demon just in a different body and this goes down into your childhood if we're talking about women here I know perhaps my followers are predominantly both men and women, but let's go with the women here. Let's say, for example, you didn't have a great relationship with your father. You 
had a very abusive father. He gave you the silent treatment. His love was conditional. It's only when you were an quote unquote good girl. Then this is going to explain and you're going to expect a certain level of love and attention from the males that you attract into your life because that is your definition of love and attention. So where we unravel the intricacies of the relationship and human behavior, today's exploration is going to dive deep, dive deep and delve into the most uncomfortable question, why do people cheat? So I want you to prepare for the unpreparable. I want you to listen. I want you to contribute. I want you to figure out what works where and what's going on where and what's happening where. I want you to pay attention to what we say in here because as we prepare for an insightful journey, we're going to dissect the various factors that contribute to the complex phenomenon. And that is, why do people actually cheat? Why? Do you ever think about why people cheat? Have you thought about it? Is it because they're a shitty human being? Is it because they're a cunt? What is it? First reason is it is a addiction. Having a relationship every five minutes is an addiction. There is different ways and reasons why it's an addiction. Because it's an addiction, you have a compulsive behavior. It's exactly like a compulsive behavior. Where the individuals find themselves ensnared in a cycle that they struggle to break free from they truly understand it and as we explore the psychological aspects of addiction upon the working on the brain's reward system and how it can be a driving force behind repeated infidelity so if you know someone that is a repeated adulterer if that's even a word they repeat the initial cheating phase It goes over and over and over again, and they just don't want to commit. It's an addiction. It's low impulse control. And if we look at the pillars of it is first, it's external locus of control. You believe that the problem or the answer is outside of your control. The second one is it's low tolerance for discomfort. A lot of people who struggle with addiction, they don't like discomfort. That means if you are using infidelity and cheating as an addiction, It means that you don't like to be alone and you don't know how to be alone with your own thoughts and you don't know how to sit with your own feelings and you don't know what it means to sit with your own feelings and all these feelings of your childhood and bringing up and what's going on, you're trying to escape the reality that is your life. And I see this in men specifically, okay? Let me just paint a picture for you as what I've discovered and observed over the past couple years of men and women in relationship where they come to me for couples counseling and there's infidelity involved i will be one to say this yes you can definitely heal your relationship from infidelity but it it takes two to tango okay i will say you need to tread very lightly on this subject when we're looking at infidelity as a whole with a male's perspective let me just explain to you what the hell society and the community around you has allowed for men to be a norm a man is not allowed to show his feelings culture a man has to be high and mighty and not show his emotions and be the provider and be this and be that too there is bullying involved in the men's space with physical 
abuse as well. So when they go to high school, they are more likely to be physically abused than women are meant to be physically abused. It's much more likely to happen to a male. Males don't deal with these feelings so well. Say then transforms or counteracts with anger. If you find a man is angry, it is because he's acting to injustice. He believes something is not fair. And I could not begin to tell you how many times I've noticed depression in males when I'm speaking to them because they believe that life, and I agree with you, life is so difficult for a male. And I say it's difficult for a male and it's also difficult for a female. So we need to nip it in the butt before it comes along. When men are growing up, when youth are growing up, when they're as teenagers, simple teenagers, there are different social acceptances and adaptations. So as long as the man is growing up, there is a certain level of responsibility, whether it be financial responsibility or physical responsibility over their family, okay? Yes, a woman would have different relationships, so we're talking about men. Men specifically, there is a different behavior. There are different expectations. There are different assumptions to men. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not excusing any of this behavior. No, infidelity is at most wrong. It's stupid. It's, it's fucked up. But I'm just explaining the psychological impacts it has when we're looking at a male that is used to addiction in any kind. I'm not just talking about infidelity, okay? But when men are growing up, they know that they're going to grow up one day and be stuck in a nine-to-five job, for example, where they have to provide, whether they like it or not. They are the main breadwinner or they are expected to be the main breadwinner. Number two, they're not allowed to express their feelings. So men, you got these big macho men, they go to the gym, they're musty as shit, but their mental health is fucking crap because they don't know how to exert that energy with their feelings, I have so much feelings. Just because a man is muscly and they're macho and they're masculine, it does not mean that they are not struggling within. If anything, they are struggling more than women are. The second one is lack of emotional intimacy. This is the second point and I cannot, 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 cannot tell you enough. And I'm not talking about just men here, I'm talking about women. It takes a woman a very long time to decide if she wants to cheat or not because when women cheat it's a very different reason to why men cheat you might think that men cheat for just the intimacy no 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 men it's the feeling that they get the feeling of excitement the feeling of being wanted it's feeling of being new women as well but when women cheat it's emotional when men cheat it's physical then emotional for a woman, it's emotional, then physical. There's the difference there. When a woman decides that she needs something, it's emotional, then physical. If you want to get a woman to love you and appreciate you and accept you, it's emotional, then physical. If a man wants to feel loved and appreciated, it's physical, then emotional. I'm not saying either or. No, no, no. It's both. Okay? The role of emotional intimacy or lack thereof. People treat when their emotional needs are unmet in the relationship. When they believe beyond reasonable doubt that they are not getting fulfilled somewhere. Now, if we look at the five love languages, well, apparently there's seven now, but I'm going to go with the five. 
There are five love languages. You guys know what the love languages are. I can't get it off the top of my head. But you get it. You get the thing. You guys can go research it. Let's say each one of these love languages are a emotional, let's say an emotional love tank. They are tanks where for someone to feel loved and fulfilled, they need to hit each and every single one of these. I'm not saying you would prefer one more than the other. I'm saying that if you hit each and every single one of these love languages, you will massively impact the relationship and what it means to you. You want to change your relationship and the dynamic, you lead the example first. They're not going to do it. Stop it. Stop expecting your spouse or your partner to do something first. You fucking do it. You do it. You are in charge. You are in control of your own life. You do it first. You then sprinkle your love into each and every single love language. If they like gifts, Give them gifts. If they love quality time, spend a lot quality time. If you love going on holidays so that way you guys can experience new, do that. These are how you get your emotional connections on point, on the ball. But when someone cheats, it's because they are lacking something. And the underpinning and the underlying reason or moral or pattern of the love languages are appreciation. Big bombshell, boom. Appreciation. Once and for all, if you understand that your spouse or your partner feels loved and appreciated, they will, beyond reasonable doubt, they will shower you blessings. If you're giving your spouse gifts, but you speak to them like they're a piece of trash, then they are not, it's not. No, 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 no. Stop. Just stop right there. Backtrack there. You're going to create a massive, massive pivot in your relationship where it's going to go downhill. You do not do one and out the other. You sprinkle your love languages and then you do not neglect each and every single one. But when people cheat, it's because their emotional connections are not being met. They believe that if they're lacking something, so think about the dynamics of your relationships. Is there communication? Are you guys fighting often? The emotional fulfillment? Yes. It's not your job to make your other, your spouse feel more fulfilled. No, no, no. They are in control of that. But you are in control of you. You figure out what you need to do. This is reason why, by the way, when people first get married, they have issues. Because they are so used to just being by themselves. They don't know what it means to have another person into the, you know, into the stirring the pot with them. They don't know what it means. So when people, newlyweds come to me, they suck at communication. He's screaming something. She's screaming something. They're both going at it and no one's getting their words across and everyone's getting angry and everyone's got feeling like it's an unappreciated bottom line appreciation and you do that through communication i told you it's a controversial topic i'm not i'm not fucking around here the third one is the unwillingness to commit people cheat when they don't want to commit they're too scared of commitment the unwillingness to commit the challenges that align with the expectations and the importance of open communication to navigate these differences listen don't be a cunt don't take them on the drawing right you don't like them tell them to their face and that's it People have enough to deal with. If you don't want to commit to them, if you're leaving them in the maybe pile, well, she's, they're going to leave you in the maybe pile. Stop. Just 
Just stop right there. The unwillingness to commit is the fear of commitment because people fear what happens after the commitment. If they commit to something, guess what? They believe that they will leave, be stuck in this relationship forever. That then, ding, 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 brings my red red flag um, monitor up. Uh, depression. Depression is the hopelessness or helplessness of the relationship. They believe they are stuck in the relationship and doesn't matter if you have one kid or 50,000 kids, it's not going to make you fulfilled. It's not going to fix the relationship. You fix the relationship when you put effort into the relationship. You fix the relationship when you come together after a fight and instead of just expecting things to go back to normal, you speak about it. I know it's really hard to believe but you're going to have to talk through your shit, which means you're going to have to sit with your feelings, which means you got to stop avoiding the shit that you want, the shit storm that you've been hiding into your closet for a rainy day. Like all those, you know, those Snapchat messages or the, you know, the screenshots of things that you leave for a rainy day for an unexpected time where you need to, <laughs> you need to bring it up to, to work in your favor. No, stop. Just stop. Your plan B is never a plan A. Just stop. Okay. Number four is coping mechanism. As we unravel the connection between cheating and the personal coping mechanism, life, life stresses can lead to individuals seeking temporary relief from various behaviors. And unfortunately, cheating may become one of them. As a coping mechanism, we dive into the psychological behind it and the coping mechanism that life's throw away. Guess what? If you cheat, you don't know how to deal with your feelings. If you cheat, you don't know how to fix something. If you cheat, you avoid like the plague. You avoid it. But guess what? Avoiding it isn't fixing it. You're just avoiding it. You're just leaving it in the, in the, in the corner. You're throwing it into the corner like the elephant in the room. Eventually, that will come back and bite you in the ass. And that's why people rage after so long. Like, I'm like, I'm such a calm person. 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 And then over the years, you just, you know, fill up your fucking stupid tank with bullshit. And then eventually you go. And usually it's not a small explosion. It's usually a very big one. And it's not very nice. It's not very nice. It's not a nice feeling when you finally explode. Number five is childhood influences. This is the root of the behavior. And I kind of went back into the top, the first one, and I dove into it and said, I explained it a little bit. The roots of your behavior is the foundation of a secure relationship that is often laid in our childhood. If individuals didn't witness a stable relationship in their formative years, it can significantly impact how they navigate through relationships in their adulthood life. We will explore the role of their childhood experiences in shaping the adult behavior upon attachment styles and early influence of family dynamics. If you decided and you witnessed your parents going at it like fire, throwing things, shitting, like just, you know, abusing each other, guess what? That is your norm. If you seen your parents being lovey-dovey around each other, showing each other love, guess what? That's your norm. If you witnessed your father and your mother going at it, screaming at each other with a screaming battle, telling you, why did you cheat on me? Why did you do this to me? Guess what? That's your mom. It is a relationship. It is a habit that you have learned. So when people cheat, you got to look at, okay, can they have learned it from their, from their parents at any way? Was this normalized in their childhood? 
And if it was normalized in their childhood, why? Why was it normalized in their childhood? And I, again, I'm not saying to you that this is excuse for behavior. No, if you cheat, you're a piece of shit, point blank. But I'm explaining to you why people cheat. Why people cheat? People cheat because of all these various reasons. It's not just one reason. And as much as you think it's just one reason, it's never a reason, just one reason. So as we dive into figuring out why this person is cheating, hopefully this opened up your eyes to why people cheat. We're seeing a massive influx of depression at the moment, okay? So the millennials that we're going through, like I'm a millennial. I was born in 1992, straight up. We have dealt with so much fucking change in the last, well, 30-odd years of our lives. We've gone through two global financial crises. We're currently in one right now. We're not able to buy houses because who the hell can afford a million plus dollar house? Inflation, a bag of bread used to be $2 and now it's $6. Um, yes, when I'm in Australia, by the way, I don't know if whoever's all my listeners who are international, like that's that's the reality of it. Petrol prices are like $2 something. You know, people are just unhappy in their relationships, unhappy in their household. They're unhappy with themselves. So I will tell you, the key to making sure your relationships go okay around you is to be okay with yourself first. If you hate the relationships around you, look within. That is in your control, remember? You have to look within. Before you do anything, you have to look within. When you look within, you're able to change your behavior. And that's why therapy is an amazing, amazing tool because it shows you what you do from an unbiased opinion. Yeah, it's not like asking your mom, mom, am I pretty today? Of course your mom's going to say you're pretty. Even if you look like a freaking dump truck. Of course your mom's going to say you're pretty. You are not going to get that from your therapist. You're not going to get that. It's always an unbiased opinion. Like if a client said to me, am I pretty? And I'm like, what does pretty mean? What do you define as pretty? Why is that important to you? That's what you get from your therapist. Because I'm going to shine the spotlight back onto you. Your mom might not be able to do that because she'll love you unconditionally, okay? Regardless, point blank, this is why people cheat. And I've explained all the reasons above. If you like this, make sure you share it. I know there's going to be rules on this, so you guys can obviously share it and it will be up on YouTube so you guys can watch the recording. As we conclude the thought-provoking episode, we dove deep into the intricacies of why people cheat and I gave you valuable insights. Remember, the understanding of these complexities are not to justify action, but rather to foster empathy and communication in the relationship. Next time, I will explain a little bit more about other human connections. And until then, stay curious, stay compassionate, and stay keeping or keep seeking the deeper truths to make us human. Have an amazing day, and I'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this podcast episode helped you in any way, please share it on your socials. You can find me on IG, Safa Alchami, TikTok, The Alchami Life, and you can book to work with me personally through my website, thehypecoach.com. I look forward to working with you. Let's grow.